Spider. Hi, I'm Pumpkin Monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Annabelle. I'm Finn. I'm Isaac. Hi, I'm Lila. I'm Jane. I'm Pop. I'm Lila, and I love everything. Hi, I'm Better. And I'm Jane. In this episode of Kids vs. Art, we're reviewing Infinitum by Gareth Hart and Rod Price. And being joined by the other Jane, Jane Howard, who is a freelance art writer and reviewer, regularly contributing to The Guardian. Yes. Um, Jane, what do you think Jane's going to be like? She's going to have kind of orange, reddish hair. And I think she... Um, one of any glasses, she'll kind of carry a handbag wherever she goes and she'll be interested in a lot of news things that everybody's talking about kind of thing since she's a reviewer. I think she's going to be like a tallish person with blonde hair and have, um, and like always joking around, not having that boring adult attitude. Do you know what freelance means? Um, I know Lance is a kind of long spear and free is basically freedom, but I'm not sure what they mean when they go together. Hi Jane, welcome to Kids Dresses Art. Look, we're both Jane and we're wearing dogs and elephants. We match pretty good. For some reason I thought that was a cat. I initially thought it was a pig of some sort. <laughs> Uh, maybe I could get a jumper covered with pigs. That wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> um, I thought you'd be a bit kind of tallish and you'd have... Same. Yeah, um, you'd have kind of orangey red hair. Oh, yeah, I thought that you'd carry a handbag wherever you went. That's pretty accurate. It's not really a handbag. I've got a canvas bag from a bookstore, so it's not quite as fancy as a handbag. <laughs> um, do you know what freelance means? Well, since I am a freelance writer, I know what it means. So freelance means I'm self-employed. So there's I don't work for any one organisation. So I will write one piece for The Guardian and then I'll write one piece for Kill Your Darlings. And I just work like that all the time. So I don't have one editor that I work with. I have lots of editors that I work with at lots of different publications. What do you think Infinitum will be about? Um, something like choreography mixed with sound. Um, it sounds a bit like infinity, so I'm guessing it's just going to be like dancing until like you're really tired, I guess. I'm mostly thinking about how it's outside and Melbourne can be pretty cold and I'm hoping that it's not going to rain. Is it outside? Yep, I hear it's in a laneway somewhere here in North Melbourne. Oh God. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're um, going out of the arts house right now to see the show. Um, well, we're just walking past heaps of shops and for some reason we're following this guy. He seems to be almost kind of, you know, hypnotising us. So he appears and we see him, then he disappears and we follow him. I think I know how he's just disappearing and stuff. I'm pretty sure because it's part of the Illuminati. Are many dancers part of the Illuminati? Uh, I don't know. Except I know that Beyonce is. What's he doing? Some kind of slow, partially boring dance. We're in like this parking lot um, in between these buildings and next to us are these laneways. 
He's doing these kind of dances, and as he does that, there are some major and minor sounds that are reacting to his moves. Now we're in a kind of car park with lots of room, only one car is parked. It kind of does seem like the perfect place one, for a dance. Two, three, four, five. He's scraping the microphone against the wall and then falling down to the ground, quickly getting back up walking around in a little semicircle, then doing the same thing. Um, he's running around the whole parking lot. He's kind of doing a figure of eight. Oh, I know what he's doing. He's drawing a, um, an infinity sign. Oh, I get that. What is the infinity sign? Um, it's basically an eight on its side. Oh. And now, um... Him and the other guy that was doing like all the audio and that is now, they're both standing next to each other. I don't know what they're gonna do next. They look completely normal as though they're the audience too. Now the show seems to be finished. Yeah. I give Infinitum a three out of five because I reckon it was like really cool how we walked down the alleyways during the night. There was just this guy casually dancing. The thing I didn't really like about it was like um, sometimes the music wouldn't be like really go with the dance moves, um, but it was actually really good. I'd rate Infinitum on a scale of one to five, two point eight. I thought it was quite good. One of the things I liked about it is the, was the idea of putting sound, space and body together. Like as he moved and like he moved his arm from straight to bent, a kind of wonky sound would come on uh, and it would match his dance moves if you were tuned in. But sometimes it kind of wasn't so suitable. Um, I thought it like sort of told a story about like don't let people tell you what you want to do just like do whatever you want when you grow up and yeah. One of the things that I liked about the sound was because we were outside we were listening not only to the sound of the show but all of the other sounds of North Melbourne and so I could hear car alarms and I could hear fans and I could hear a door slam and it's interesting thinking Oh, are these real sounds? Is there really a car alarm happening? Or is, are they playing a car alarm? I like that. And it makes you think and see parts of the streets different. Because I've never been down those streets in North Melbourne. I've only been on the main streets. And you kind of forget about all of the things that are behind the scenes of the streets. Oh, I don't really like ratings. Ratings are really hard. Um, what would I give it? That might be a bit nice than you, which is funny because everyone always says I'm pretty harsh as a critic. But I'm going to give it a three and a half. The only reason I rate it so low is because like, we've seen really awesome shows before on this, yeah. even though we've only done it for a short time. If I were rating it for what it was, I would give it a much higher score. But in terms of what we've already seen, comparing it to that, I would rate it a bit lower. It's one of the hard things about when you're a critic and you have to give stars is 
do I rate it on all of the shows I've seen before, which for me is literally thousands of shows, or do I rate it on that sort of show? And so for me, I have to be like, oh, that was three and a half for that type of show, not for all of the shows I've ever seen. And actually, depending on who you're writing for, some people don't even let you give half stars, nothing in between. And that's really hard to choose. I think they did a really good job on what they did, but... I think for its own show, for itself, I probably would have given it a 3.3, but compared to what I've already seen, probably 2.8. I think that's really good. I think it's really good to sort of think about how things all fit together in the whole scheme of things. That stairs is distracting me. It sounds like there's a kangaroo destroying stairs or something. I wouldn't mind seeing a Melbourne Fringe show with a kangaroo in it. Mm. Or a dog or a bunny. Kids yeah. versus murder, kids versus politics, kids versus kangaroo. See you guys. Thanks for having me. Bye, Jane. Bye, Jane. Bigger Jane. Kids versus Art was made by Phil Fairy. Directed by Jackson Cactagloni and Jason Mailing. Sound edit and composition by Robert Jordan. Thanks to the Melbourne Fringe Festival. And the team at Arts House and the city of Melbourne.